Come in. Hey, man, I'm sorry I made the train Shut up! You're here! And good thing, because we've got lots of work. Katie Lazarus, the talk show featuring unforgettable guests with incredible jobs. And now, here's my boss and your host, Katie Lazarus. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Employee of the Month. I'm your host, Katie Lazarus. And if it's your first time tuning in, Employee of the Month is conversations about work. It's glimpses into people's careers. But in this episode, I'm thrilled to bring Lady Rizzo back. I think she's been on the show more than anyone. We were in a Wall Street Journal article um, when the podcast was really starting out, actually. Um, it's been so exciting to see her career grow, to experience mine growing um, concurrently, but she's always been an inspiration to me because talent, ne- I, I don't envy talent. I get joy from it. I get too much happiness from it to envy it. And that's what she is. She's just provocative and funny and smart and so innately talented that I have derived so much joy from watching her. And there was a time in stand-up, I remember, when I used to perform and I would see other comedians and I was performing so much and I was so unhappy that I would hate shows. And that's a sad feeling to be in a room where you're like, really, can't you can't laugh once. And everyone gets burnt out of their careers at once in a while. But it's it's hard when it's your passion that you've turned into your job and you feel that way. Never felt that way at a Lady Rizzo concert. She has an album out, and I'm going to encourage you to go to Indigo 20 um, if you want to get a discount. Go to Lady Rizzo, L-A-D-Y-R-I-Z-O dot com um, to listen to it. You can also listen to a sample or whatnot on iTunes or Spotify. Um, But it's worth getting. It's worth listening to. And after our interview, you'll know why. And just... I'm just putting it out there, but I didn't mention the threesome. Yeah, now you're listening. Hello, everybody. How are you feeling? You're feeling alive? How about these amazing women, right? We are spreading our estrogen everywhere. You are slip sliding in it. This is a slip and slide of fertility. Fertility and non-fertility, depending on what day it is. <laughs> this is a song I'd like to do for you. It's about, um, it's about fame and um, Los Angeles. It's easy to hate on Los Angeles, isn't it? it when you're near Astor Place. Rustles under an empty blue sky Where successes and fakes Go to make their mistakes Far away from the cruel public eye Past the red velvet rope Pink champagne lines of coke Grab a drink, catch a glimpse of a thigh But behind every thrill as the terrible chill of the dream that refuses to die.
not so different from you, wide-eyed and fresh off of the farm. Golden hair, warm like honey. She didn't have money, but she'd light up a room with her charm. But her soul was no match for a town that can snatch all your dreams and take none in return. Casting couches and pills are certain to kill as the Hollywood hills are to burn. No, I'm forever prisoner of Babylon. Pray that you'll never meet the ghosts of the Chateau Halls, searching for fortune and fame Should her life sound familiar at all You wouldn't know her by name No one ever knew her by name No to Yair Evnin as well, who's a phenomenal musician in his own right and often plays and writes with you as well. And he's on, he's on a, a break night from Waitress the Musical. He's on stage every night on Broadway, by the way, like making some money, so have him buy you a drink. Yes, so you guys, this table over here, and uh, Yair is where you should be charging uh, <laughs> your, your drinks too. Um, thank you so much for coming out and doing uh, Employee you. of the Month. I'm so oh, happy to have you here. As I'm a, happy as to usual. have you as a friend as well. Okay, good. That is true. Is that all right that we just came should out we, as friends? We just came we out. Just came we just came out, out as friends. We came out. It's true. It's true. Um, I wanted to start out. Um, you, you are so glamorous by nature, and I, I find it so fascinating that you grew up um, in a very traditional suburban home. <laughs> No. Um, can you talk a little bit about I your very to, leave it to yeah. Cleaver, uh, yeah. leave it to Beaver childhood? I was, I was, I was born to hippies, really stinky ones. Um, no, actually, they weren't that stinky. No, they were, it was an intentional them. artist community. It was a theater, theater-based. They were just nerds. <laughs> That um, wanted to, you know... My, my parents they, were nerds. I think your parents were, were artists. Yeah, they were artists. They, I mean, but they ate kale before it was, you know, trendy. Um, or it was still a garnish back in the day. Um, and um, they, they were... What? Well, no, they were just... My mom was like, you know, she soaked lentils and... She. But I know. They, I was just kale. Kale was was not. It was just a garnish. Remember when kale was a garnish? 
fuck yeah. Before <laughs> before 2010, the largest purchaser of kale was Pizza Hut because they put it under... Before Pizza Hut evolved, kale was, was a food that people who didn't have money ate along with lobster. I don't, I don't think anybody... This th- is pre-Pizza Hut. It was on your plate raw. You guys don't remember when kale was a garnish? Absolutely. All right. yeah, it well, was I'm just giving raw. you guys even more history as a child of nerds, whereas... Your family were artists yes. on a commune. Yeah, they were. They were on a commune in Oregon. It wasn't a full. Com- it wasn't a live-in commune. I was born on a live-in commune outside of Eugene, Oregon, and then oh yeah, what's up, my Oregonians? Um, and um, and then they moved. My parents moved to the coast of Oregon, where they started an intentional theater community where the children would be raised around art and they made Shakespeare in barns and basements and and they did like weird children's theater where my dad made a puppet that lived on his chin and um, (laughs) so cool like he performed it he he spread his legs and he performed it um, you know in downward dog basically (laughs) underneath like, so that the puppet lived off. He made eyes on his chin. Amazing. Am I making sense? Yeah. As I've had a couple of margaritas, because I'm the last one on. Yeah. Yeah. Closer. <laughs> um, this is a picture of you as a, as a little girl. Oh, yeah. Look at that. See, that's baby Rizzo. Look at that stare. That's serious, right? You like that? You see that? That's, that's like, I'm going to get you with music <laughs> and <Wow>. stories. <laughs> And leotards, apparently. But I can't imagine you ever went through a phase where you weren't going to be who you are. Um, no, I was always, like, I can't be, I, I mean, I, w- I would, I mean, I, I, I suppose I could be a barista. I just would be, like, entertaining people. That's, I got in trouble, actually, as a waitress, because I was, like, spending too much time doing bits on the tables <laughs> and singing songs. I got, um, I got fired from a, a waitering job that I was just starting, and I didn't A realize, waitering job. Is that what you call it? I don't know. What is it? Waitressing? Yeah, I was, that's I was more appropriate. I was making it gender neutral. Oh, and that's um, nice of you. I just don't live on a binary, but... A um, server. A server. <laughs> a server. Hello, I'll be your server. But I, I, I didn't understand that they were firing me. Like, he was like, you know, I think you're overqualified. And I was like, I know, but it's going to take a while for my uh, career to take off. And I didn't realize he was trying to say, like, a four-year-old can do this, but we don't think you can. Right. I still eat there. You guys don't have to feel bad. Where is it? It's all right. I think, I think, I think. <laughs> Wait, you were begging Judy to tell you how much different. fucking That's money exciting. she's getting. That is money I will never make, and it's like exploiting your children, but it's going to help them go to college. It's a whole different thing. Okay, whatever. You make the rules at your show, <laughs> dictator. <laughs> Speaking of dictators, um, cruise ships which are, are not known for to be really tough places to, to work on. Um, you they s- are known. Yes. Then, oh, yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, they're well, very exploitive of their workers. Yes, and I was... So they're my, not all the love boat. I know. I was expecting Julie. And who's the guy? Who's the black guy? Yes, did you guys not watch yeah, television? They get it. Thank they you. Go. They just were like, yeah, they were agreeing with you without laughter. I'm Staten um, <laughs> So... Um, wait, who are you? Staten Island. Sorry, I just love that guy. <laughs> from Staten Island. Not from Staten Island. I'm Staten Island. I know the love boat. Okay, what's good. the name Thank of the you. What's the name of the the black guy with Isaac? Isaac. Thank you. Oh yes. Now you guys. Guys, what is the name of the African American black guy on on the love boat? Isaac. Oh, see, that's the way to get call and response. 
Um, so um, I, uh, I worked with Princess Cruises in Ala Alaska as a lounge singer. That every word in that sentence gets worse. <laughs> Keep going. We're listening. Well, I, so I was... Um, it, it basically, it was, it was like hell on water in the beginning because I realized that the only way I could quit was to jump. Um, and then... And then so I asked to be transferred to a lodge that, the, that brought the old people in on a train on land. Um, so they would go up in the boat and they would see things and they would get a train and I would see all the blue hairs coming in and then blue pubes coming in <laughs> and they would, they would come and they would, they would eat at, um, at Denali um, Park Lodge in Alaska. And I was their server. Uh, but I was, uh, why I was a server is because I was hired as a lounge singer and they said for me to keep midway through the season, for me to keep my job, because so many people had quit, I had to serve in the morning after I had sung at night. Oh, that is harsh. I know. Yeah. And so I would sing to people at night and I would give you know, all this emotion and love to the people that were dying. And... <laughs> because I wanted to be like a death doula. And, um, and, um, and, then, and then in the morning, I would have to wake up so fucking early. It's like 5.30 a.m. because they eat so early. And, and I, I would have to put on this really sad, tired, oversized tuxedo. Do you know what it's like to wear an oversized tuxedo? And, um, and that sometimes they would look up to up at me, you know, as I was serving their, their prunes, um, stewed, and, um, and they would say, you look familiar, and I would be like, I would just cry into their, <laughs> into their prunes, and I would count the days, because if you finished your contract, you got a bonus, and I was counting on that bonus to move to New York City. That was going to be like the thing that pushed me over the edge. This is like the sequel to Dirty Dancing that should be. In a way, it is because yeah. I met my first husband, who was Colombian. Yeah. Yes, yes, he was also Colombian. working as a there. As no, a so he was like in a real indentured servant because that's what they did to people from oh. Colombia and Czechoslovakia. Princess Cruise Lines does like this really shady shit where they they say it's a work exchange, it's so memorable, and um, they give you a J one visa to these countries that they know that. And so my ex husband was an engine, you know, getting his master's in engineering, and they were like, "Great, you're going to be a dishwasher," and um, and then they prevented him from getting his social security card, and it was this whole thing. But but we met at a salsa dance party that he threw at the in the evening at the at the sister um you know lodge and like we uh, you know salsa dance together you know vertically and um and then he worked with you here also yeah. and throw oh yeah he was my here. first manager and he worked he threw he he learned a lot of pain in Alaska and then in Utah which is a whole other story we moved to Utah afterwards never moved to Utah <laughs> Oh my God, someone, I had a friend who lied to me, a friend, Casey Balzano. She here? Wait, Wait are you here? Why did Casey? you move to, to Utah? Because my friend Casey said, she wrote me an email, I could print you out the email. She said, it's really fun here. <laughs> Everybody's 
having a blast. There's a lot of people from Alaska who I'd worked with, because this was post-Alaska. We're all having a great time. And so we packed up a Ford Explorer that I bought with cash. I won't tell you how I got the cash. And, or I may. Pot? You, I, 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 no, I embezzled Heroin? a little. I embezzled from oh, yeah, Prince, Princess right. Cruises. Oh, yeah, that is right. You did tell me you did yeah. embezzle money. Yeah. So did you really embezzle money from Princess Cruises? I did. Yes. I was so pissed off. Take the power back, y'all. Yeah. I was so pissed off that I found a way to embezzle money from Princess Cruises. How Cruise did you Lines. do that? Well... It was okay. So there were certain levels of cruise. Yeah, you don't have to really no, no. tell. Every, no, no, no. I'll do it. Try to do it really fast. Okay. Do you think that I'm going to be indicted? Can you push pause on that? <laughs> I mean, it's a joke, guys. Wait, did you really tens of twenties of people will hear this? So. I, I didn't embezzle. I mean, whatever. What is a server taking some money embezzling? Um, it's a glamorous term uh, for stealing, but yeah, we'll take I it. I mean, it's stealing. <laughs> Embezzlement makes it sound so sophisticated, like Espionage. I'm wearing a tie. But <laughs> I found a way to, to marry certain levels of classes, um, cruise line availabilities. Some people had unlimited, okay? So then I married... Un- oh my God, I can't believe I'm telling you the actual way. <laughs> Maybe I should be more vague. Yeah, you know. What's the statute of Maybe. limitations on this crime? <laughs> I mean, okay. I found a way to make certain tabs disappear by marrying. And then I would go to the parties and say, our credit card system is really slow. So if you wanted to pay cash, it would... Yeah, you don't need to tell <laughs> Um, so now, okay, so... So, so I learned- bought a Ford Explorer. <laughs> Half um, of the server staff here is, like, taking notes. <laughs> I know, I know. Check your bills close tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It this was, is- I really, I totally validated it by the way that they treated me. Um, <laughs> it's justified. We're, we're with you on this we're, one. You guys are showbiz. I earn showbiz. I understand. Do you, do you ever steal from Rite Aid? No. Even when they make you check out your own stuff? No. <laughs> Fuck. I'm messed up. I was born on a commune. I just think it's funny that you were born on a commune and this is your way of rebelling and like for the rest of it. It's us, also yeah. with glamour, Katie. Yeah, I rebel with yeah. glamour. Okay, good. Um, um, so speaking of glamour, you... But anyways, Utah, you guys. Don't ever move there. So can I just say, Casey yes. said we're having yes. a great time. And then uh, I drove all the way there, and I got there, and she said, guess what, I lied. It sucks, but I thought you would make it better. Wow. Generous. And that's how you got to New York? Well, yeah, I wor- I, we lived there for eight months, and uh, you know, my ex-husband had to start selling perfume on the street because no one would give a job to a Colombian in Utah. It was painful, but it made me who I am, and I'm proud of it. As you should be. And you have your, your second album out, and you are now have an, a new husband. I do have a and new husband. That husband was great, but just I have a new one now. <laughs> <laughs> He's also foreign. I'm not into American men. And a new baby. Beautiful yes. baby. That's usually how they come. I do have a beautiful and baby. Beautiful Thank you, Shockwave. He's Aww. very sexy. The baby or Shockwave? No, it's my baby, Shockwave. Yeah, whatever. He's sort of sexy. He's been around the block, though. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this, this, this is one of the most uh, uh, revealing episodes <laughs> yet, y'all. Um, you were here. Shockwave and I have had sex once. <laughs> Are you guys glad you This is going to go over. Let's, we need details. Guys, guys, we're gonna, that guy's writing it down. We're going to play some, yeah, a, a little Just bit of music. The Oscars. Dim the lights and reset the scene, yo, please, I'm Lady Reza. I'm truth pop, yo, truth. <laughs> There we it go. It was good. Actually, Shockwave is very well endowed. <laughs> it's true for a white guy. He's packing. I wouldn't lie. I would just be silent if he wasn't. Staring. I just want to say at this point, this is my favorite show we've ever done. <laughs> This is great. Rachel about work-sex-life balance. We talked about work-sex-life balance. Okay, we will go to the gifts. It's a great post-show kind of treat. But this happens in uh, in uh, showbiz. This is one of the perks. Oh, yeah, it was years ago. We can be friends and he can hold my baby now. Yeah. I didn't mean to connect that, but it's your guys' fault. <laughs> um, and your show is next week? Yes, I have three shows next week. I am here on the 23rd, 24th, 25th. So today's Thursday. It's next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And I would really like it if some of you would come, not I all will of be you. there if anyone wants to join me. I will absolutely be there. Um, and Indigo is the name of the show, Red, White, and no, Indigo. No, yeah, this is... So Indigo is the name of the next album, album but Red, me. White, and Indigo is... Because I obviously I have a problem, like, not being truthful so my kind of ethos is um to do shows about what i'm most consumed with so i did a show about my divorce i did a show you know mixing glamour and cabaret and and enchantment with the truth yeah so the first you know so this one i, I just for the last year i've been obsessed with um, america truthfully and so i'm kind of trying to explore my relationship with america as a bad boyfriend Yes. Um, I think that everyone who lives in New York experienced New York as a bad boyfriend and now are realizing that he wasn't so bad and um, that this is a beautiful metaphor that's going to be great to see you tackle. I want to just articulate to those who have not had a chance um, to see you in full, even though they got a great um, tease tonight of how gifted you are um, as a singer, as a comedian, as an actress, and... Um, I'm just so thrilled that you continue to evolve and I'm so glad to be able to witness it. Um, I wanted to get you some gifts. There's nothing more glamorous, of course, than a Park Slope co-op bag um, to it's carry It's great your to see home. you evolve, too. Thank you. To blossom. I just feel um, like, you know, so long we've been friends. and yeah. Yes. we Through UCB, we started and we yeah. both left that world, as did Billy Eichner and so many more of us. Yes. Oh and my God! A fertility your, goddess candle. A fertility candle. goddess for your career oh, to continue no, to blossom. What, what's the name of this one? Um, we'll name it Amelia. Beeswax. Um, and then for your very dashing son Tennyson, <gasps> some some treats from oh FCTRY, some argyle socks. Oh, he's some gonna look glasses, so freaking dapper. As well, and some um, unicorn snot as well. What is that? Him, some glitter for him. Oh, too. he um, loves glitter. Yes. And I, <laughs> we, I love He's going to love glitter. He will love glitter with you as a mom. I, although he may end up going into banking or something like that. I know, this. that would be the weirdest. But he has really great rhythm, I can tell already. He does this, like, dance. He's 16 months old. And, um, I, and he does this, like, dance on his toes, and he pumps one, one hand up. He's going to be, like, the next ROFL or whatever that group is. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I will. This is the group with the acronym. LMFAO. 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 <laughs> well, there's, we can all dream. <laughs> there's also MGMD. There's so many. <laughs> He's going to be the next MDMA, you guys. <laughs> I can't wait. This He's kid so is beautiful. the next heroin, everybody. <laughs> He's amazing. Um, it's really Lady fun. Rizzo, he makes you people so want to get pregnant. He makes people want to be well because he's like a baby whisperer. You know, he's like he's like a uterus whisperer. He's a uterus. Whisperer. Yeah, he's like he's the baby that you would want to have because he's really chill. Am I right? I mean, I'm not forcing you to say this. <laughs> he's chill and he's like smiley and he's like an observer and then he will do things on cue. <laughs> I absolutely love him. I've met him. He's adorable. And I never thought of him as a uterus whisperer before, but I will certainly reevaluate my perspective. I think you should check in when you're around him. <laughs> um, Lady you. Rizzo, thank you so, so much for coming out. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much to Rob Schulte. Thank you to ACAST. Thank you to all of you for listening. And I hope to see you at the live shows coming up Friday, April 28th, Thursday, May 24th. Go to employeeofthemonthshow.com. That's employeeofthemonthshow.com to find out how to get tickets. And either way, I'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. <laughs>